you investors out there. This is the Master Passive Income Podcast. I am so excited that you're here with me today. My name is Dustin Heiner, the founder of Master Passive Income. And at Master Passive Income, we talk all about rental properties and how you can quit your job, how you can change your life and live the dream life with rental properties and passive income coming in. Now, today we're going to be looking at the eight steps to become rich and wealthy. Now, in these eight steps, you are going to need to apply every single one of them to your life. I've done it. Now, you may imagine a rich person being somebody that's having a private jet that is flying all over the world, that is buying million-dollar luxury homes um, all over the coast, um, you know, on the East Coast and West Coast. You might imagine somebody having Ferraris and, and a huge garage like Jay Leno with millions of cars in there that are just worth billions of dollars. Well, the rich aren't necessarily all like that. They're not flamboyant. They're not showy. They're just your average, normal, everyday people that know how to manage their money and take care of the money and invest well so the money makes more money for them. All right, guys, I'm going to show you the eight steps you need to get rich and wealthy. Now, let's get in there and start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. All right, now let's start the show. Now, first, I wanted to read a review by a listener. His name is Matt. He gave a five-star review, and he says, I've only listened to two podcasts so far, but it is refreshing to find a podcast on real estate that is real, just honest opinions and how he does things. You know what's great? Every single review I get helps more people to find the show, as well as every single week, I get more and more people. Like There's more and more people listening to the podcast. I, I get to see so many people, their lives change because they have real estate rental properties. And this is the reason why I have this show. Now, another thing I wanted to tell you was I recently relaunched my book, How to Quit Your Job with Rental Properties. I updated it. I expanded it. I basically doubled the entire book. The first time I put out the book, it was really the first time I ever wrote a book. And I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I just did my best I could. Now that I have four different books, I said, you know what? It's about time for me to go through and redo my book because I know so many other questions that all my listeners, all my podcast readers, everybody have asked me tons of questions. So how can I help more people by the things that I've learned from the listeners and readers and all the questions that they have? Where are they stuck at? Where do they need to move forward? How do how can I help them? And so what I did was I updated and expanded my book. It's the same exact title, How to Quit Your Job with Rental Properties, and it's the updated and expanded version. I would love it if you can go pick up a copy. It's only 99 cents right now for a limited time. Actually, I think next probably uh, week, I'm going to only keep it at 99 cents for a week, but then it's going to go up to $6.99. But um, right now, you can get the Kindle ebook for 99 cents. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K, it'll take you right to the Amazon page, you can go up and pick your copy and you can see all the great things. Like I said, I basically doubled the amount of content that is in there. So hopefully it's going to be reaching a lot of people, helping them also to see that they can quit their job with real estate rental properties. One last thing I wanted to tell you. 
I recently created a t-shirt. Now, this t-shirt is really more for me because I really love the fact that I'm successfully unemployed. Now, I created the shirt for me. It says successfully unemployed. Now, if you go to the podcast show notes, I know I'm going to give you a couple different links. Obviously, you gave the first link with the Amazon book. The show notes for this podcast is masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 037. I have a picture of myself with my t-shirt. If you want to buy the t-shirt as well, you definitely can there as well. But it says successfully unemployed in big, bold letters on the front. And here's one thing that I wanted to give you. Now, even if you haven't bought a rental property yet, you are an investor. Even if you don't have 10 properties, you are a business owner because you need to change your mindset from being an employee with having a side business to being a business owner and investor with a side job. You need to change your mindset. So I have the shirt, even though I am successful and employed, Even if I wasn't, I would be wearing this because this is telling me, it's reminding me every single day that my goal is to be successfully unemployed where I no longer need a job. I have passive income coming in. I don't, I'm not dependent on anybody. I'm financially independent. I literally live the dream life. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to create a shirt, number one for me, but also number two for you to give you encouragement that you can be successfully employed and you can have this goal written on your shirt and you can wear it displaying your goal on your shirt. And what is super cool is you're going to get people asking you, hey, what does successfully unemployed mean? Are you successfully unemployed? You can say, well, no, I'm not, but that's my goal. My plan is in three years to have enough rental properties to quit my job. And somebody say, rental properties, oh, you invest in real estate? Well, yes, I do. And the other person may say, well, I have a property that my grandma's trying to sell. You know, she's she's really old. She's going to go in a nursing home. Would you want to look at that to buy it? Well, absolutely. I'm an investor. I look at every single property. And so if you are interested in getting your own successfully unemployed shirt, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 037. You can see a picture of me with my shirt on. You can get your own there as well as it's on my resources page in my website. Okay, now let's get into the guts of this show where we're going to be talking all about the eight steps that you need to be rich and wealthy. Okay, so Here's the greatest thing about being wealthy is you obviously don't need to worry about your bills anymore. You don't need to worry about any money. You don't need to worry about your time being wasted working for a job. You have complete control over your life. Now, these principles, these steps that I'm going to give you are the things that you're going to need to do and implement into your life so that you can live like the rich. Now, as I said in the intro, a lot of the rich people, like the millionaires, uh, they are not the f- fancy, you know, flamboyant, showy people. They could be, you know, a person three doors down from you that literally has a million dollars in the bank that drives an old truck because it doesn't. He or she doesn't need anything else than just that. So the average millionaire is very very nonchalant about their money. They're not going to be flashing. They're not going to, they don't care what other people think. They take care of the things because they know these principles, these eight steps. Now there's a reason why the majority of the people in the world are poor. It's because they're really not taught to be rich. What's sad is our school system teaches us to be employees, which gives us a job. If you know, I've said many times, job is J-O-B, just over broke. Now they don't, the, the poor people, do not know these principles or these steps that the rich already know and that they teach their kids. I am literally teaching my kids every single one of these steps. So I want you to know these steps so that you can be rich. 
I want you not just to be rich, but wealthy so that you can pass these things down, not just the money or the properties, but you can pass down the mindset. You know, it said, there's a great saying that you don't want to give a person a fish. You want to teach them how to fish so that they can feed themselves for years. And this is what I want to do for you. I want to give you the steps to become wealthy and rich so that you don't have to worry about ever working a job again. With these principles, I have really been able to build a real estate business that is so successful and automatic and creates massive amounts of wealth for me and is passive income. Now, I want to give these to you. Now, let me give you the very, very first one. Above and beyond all of them, this is where you start. Remember, these are eight steps. You, you want to build on one after another. The first step is pay yourself first. Now, hopefully you've heard this before and hopefully you're already implementing this into your life. But the rich know this, that Paying yourself first is not, hey, I got a paycheck and that's all my money. Well, it's not your money because you already have either a rent that's going to be due or a mortgage or you have credit card debt or you have to pay your, the gas bill for your house. Um, you have to pay for the garbage and the sewer. You have so much money that's already going out of your pocket. Even though the money is going into your pocket, it's flowing right back out and it's going to other people's pocket. So paying yourself first is giving yourself 10% off of the top of your income that goes in your pocket to save for future investing, not to buy fancy things or even some new thing or to buy anything. You're saving it so that you can make money for yourself. Now, let me give, let me give you a, a really practical example. Let's say you make $4,000 a month. Well, scratch that. Not everybody makes $4,000. let us say you make $2,000 a month. If you make $2,000 a month, more than likely a lot of that money, you know, if you have a job, you're just over broke. And so you barely have enough money to save anything. Well, what you need to do is figure out a way to pay yourself first 10% of that money. So cut out Starbucks, cut out buying cigarettes, cut out, um, you know, maybe this extra trip out to McDonald's or whatever it is you might do. So what you want to do is cut back so that you can save 10%. Now, 10% of $2,000 is $200. You want to save $200 every single month and put it away and don't touch it to spend it on anything else other than an investment property. So the longer you save every single month, you save 10%. The next month you save 10 more percent. You get a raise, you still save 10% up with including, you know, instead of 2,000, you're making $2,500. So you put away $250 a month. So every single month, you're putting away 10%. Even as your wealth grows, you're going to continue giving 10% to yourself. Now, over time, the, your bank account will just get bigger and bigger. And then you don't want to spend that on, on like, you know, trinkets or anything like that. You want to buy a rental property with that. And that is going to make you even more money. Now, I know this is not fancy. A lot of people say, well, you know, I want to hear some, some uh, you know, new scheme to get a property or to, um, to make money. Well, hey, to get wealthy, you need to actually put in the hard work. The hard work is being diligent and paying yourself first. So remember, whatever you're making right now, that's the top, you know, gross, like not how much goes in your pocket net after taxes and social security, Medicare and all that sort of stuff. Whatever is coming from your, your uh, business, your job or whatever, the top amount. So if you take home 2000, but you make $2,500, Put in $2,500. Just because they take out taxes doesn't mean you could skimp on your savings. So I'm telling you, 
pay yourself first. And the reason why I'm taking a little more time on pay yourself first is because this is one of the most important things that you can do to build true actual wealth. It also changes your mindset so that instead of being where you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're being proactive and thinking, I'm living for my future where I'm sacrificing a little bit now so that in five years, six years, seven years, I can live the dream life. I, for nine years, sacrificed, didn't go on vacation, didn't do really anything. You know, we barely went out to dinner. I took my wife to maybe like an anniversary meal or something like that. But we never did anything fancy. You know, like our vacation, we, we went camping. You know, that didn't cost very much. And our one vacation a year outside of camping would be driving from Fresno to Phoenix to see the in-laws for Christmas. That was our one vacation. You know, we didn't go to Disneyland. We didn't do anything crazy like, you know, travel around the world. But here's the great thing. Now that I've quit my job, now that I have so many properties that I don't even know what to do with, I have so much money coming in and so much time and control over my life. I have. I went on a six-week trip around Europe. I went through 11 different countries with my wife and four kids. It was fantastic. Now I can travel the world. I'll be completely honest with you. So right now it's December that I'm recording it. Um, usually it's, it's like once a year we'll take a six-week trip. This next year, we actually said, you know what? We're tired of traveling. Traveling's hard work. Obviously, with four kids, it's really hard. But going six weeks, man, that is tiring. And so we're going to take 2019 off from a six-week trip. We will go on probably like a two- or three-week trip. But the following year, 2020, is when we're planning on going to Italy for at least four weeks, traveling all through Italy, up and down Italy. It's gonna be, That's our next big trip that we're planning um, that's going to be you know four to six weeks. Uh, but this next Next year in 2019, we're going to be going to Washington, D.C. We homeschool our kids, so we're going to be doing you know all the history stuff all up and down Washington, D.C. and and uh, Virginia and all that, so all that sort of stuff. We're really excited about that. But what's crazy is, yeah, the, my wife and I are thinking, man, we're tired of traveling. You know, it's 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 great traveling. We travel everywhere, but man, let's take a let's take a little bit off of uh, time off. But I have that luxury. I have the money, I have the time. So, I sacrificed like I said for 9 years so that now I can live the dream life. Like I could literally go fishing every day. I could literally go hunting every day if, you know, if the <laughs> the animals in season. I could play video games, watch Netflix and not work. But I don't. I don't do that because I love being active. I love talking with you. I love helping you. All my students that I work with, I love working with them. I love encouraging them, seeing them get their first property, or even getting to where they quit their job. That is the most, that is that is like the highlight of, of my day or the week or the year is when a student actually quits their job. All right, let's move on to step number two. Step number two is to increase your income. Now, first one was saving 10%, paying yourself first. This one is now increase your income. Now that could be where you increase your income by getting a raise. Obviously that's increasing your income, but what about starting a business or getting a second job or figuring out a way to make money driving for Uber or Lyft or something like that? Getting out of your shell of saying, you know, I just work one job and this is all I do. Maybe you need to sacrifice a little more of your time, your effort, your energy to get another job or do something else to make more money because in the long run, it's actually gonna pay off so much more because you have more money to invest. Now, what's sad is, again, we are taught to be poor. We're taught to be employees. We're not taught to have the ability to fend for ourselves and make our own money and be financially independent. Now, 
what we want to do is with increasing your income is educate ourselves. When we were young, we went to school to learn different subjects, but now that we're older, we can choose which subjects we want to learn. You know, the poor, they really don't educate themselves or continue to educate themselves, but rather they just work one job day in and day out in the same place for their entire life. Self-education and continuing your own education, those are the keys to success in life and wealth in your future. So by educating yourself with different ways to increase your income, you're going to be that much further ahead than everybody else. Now, as you educate yourself more, you become more wiser, you become more skillful, you're able to reach higher heights and go beyond your natural limit because you've extended yourself past than you normally would. Now, when you start to increase your abilities, you should put them to good work, to good use. Do this by applying your skills in ways that help you make more money, earn more money, and all that more money that you're going to be making will be put to an investment property in the future. Now, I personally, I'm continuing to learn from everyone and anyone I meet. I strive to be better than I am currently. And every single person I meet, I can learn something from that person. I don't care if that person's a street sweeper or the president of the United States. I can learn from anybody. So to be a constant learner, you should be able to learn from anyone. Now, there is something that you need to watch out for as you start to increase your income and your earning potential. The tempting thing to do is to really start to increase your standard of living as your income rises. The mentality of a poor person is to immediately spend any money they receive and they get a raise from their boss. They like, let me just go buy something new. They buy a new car, a bigger house, bigger luxury items. You know, these are the desires that they have, but not like us. We don't do that. We keep our standard of living so that the money that we make can grow even bigger so that we can buy more properties. And in the future, when we are successfully unemployed, that's when we can buy the cars. That's when we can buy the bigger houses and all the luxuries. It's sacrificing now so we can live cr the crazy, great, rich life in the future. So don't think like the poor people. You want to think like rich and use have their mentality to use the increase in your income to purchase more investments, more things that make you more money. And what is terrific is I save my money from my properties and then I buy another property that makes me more money. And I save that money. Then I buy another property that makes me more money. And I save that money. Then I buy another property that that, and I save that money. And then I make more money. So over and over again, if you keep implementing this by buying property after property, you are going to become successful. Now, here's something, a quick tip I wanted to give you. Now, to help get you out of the rut of, hey, my income's going up. Let me think about buying something new. Hey, I, need, I want a new car or something like that. If you are thinking about going and buying a car, let's say you wanted to buy a $35,000 car, a $45,000 car, a $55,000 car. One way to do it would be to possibly pay cash or get a loan, you know, two different ways to do it. Now, let me show you what I do. I would say, well, right now, I have cash to go out and buy a $35,000 car, but I don't. What I do is I think, okay, what would the rich do? Let me think of a rich way to actually use this money to make me more money and get me the car at the same time. So instead of using my money, my cash, to buy the car, what I do is I use that cash to buy a property. That property brings in three, dollars $500 a month in passive income. And then that property buys the car for me because I get a loan on the new car that I want. 
I, that, that loan is paid off by the tenants, that passive income. And so over, you know, what, what is it, five years that a normal auto loan is, after five years, I have the car paid off by my tenants and I still have the property that I bought with my original money. So you wanna be thinking of new ways to get the things that you want but having other people pay for it. So that's a tip I wanted to give you guys. So again, remember, if you were to do this, your tenants pay off this new car that you got and you still have the property that's making you money. And if you listen to my past episode where I talk about the six ways that rental properties make you money, you're making more money than you could ever dream of. It's absolutely fantastic. So be thinking like the rich do. All right, that brings us to step number three or principle number three is to control your expenses. Now, the third principle of the rich is to control your expenses because the principle teaches us to live below our means and not overspend. You know, if you're going into debt every single month, you're paying interest and you're having to, you're digging a hole that you're going to have to eventually climb out of and it's so much harder. So I have students that have no debt and I have students that have a lot of debt. And I tell you that it's so much more work for the students that have a lot of debt than the ones that don't have debt. So if you can forego, you know, eating out for dinner every, you know, other night or even once a week or once a month, like you need to cut your expenses and and dial it back so that you're not spending more money than you take in on top of. Remember the first principle, the first step is to pay yourself first 10%. So the key of this is with the first principle of paying your 10%, you don't want to spend more than 90% of your earnings every single month. The only real way to do this is to list out exactly what your expenses are every single month and then cut your expenses down in order to get 90% of your income and that's how much you're actually spending. Instead of spending 110% or 120%, you're only spending 90% of your income. Now, in order to have more money in your pocket that you can save for investing, you either need to increase your income like step number two or decrease expenses. Now, again, if you go to my show notes page, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 037, I have a list of different things that you could possibly cut out or look to cutting down, like currently monthly expenses like your cell phone bill, your cable bill, your car payment, eating out, entertainment, gym membership, you know, rent, all these sort of things figuring out a way to cut those down. It could be, hey, we're living in a house that we just can't afford. I was in that place. My very first house, I couldn't afford it. I had to sell it. This was before I knew anything about investing, anything about money. I didn't even know these principles. And I didn't know that I was way overextended. So I had to actually, sadly, short sell that house. That was my first house that I bought that was I was actually living in. Had to short sell the house because the market dropped and it was and it was completely underwater. Now, looking back now, I wish I would have sold it at the height of the market. So if this is you listening right now, you're in a house that's way too much for you to, to actually afford, think about selling it and downsizing. It's not bad to downsize. I'll tell you right now. I'll be completely transparent and honest with you guys. So... The house that I had when I lived in Fresno, California, 2,400 square feet, fantastic house, loved it. I wish I could take that house and move it to Phoenix, but we moved to Phoenix because we wanted to get away from California, the taxes, the the laws, the um, how expensive, crazy expensive everything is. On top of that, we wanted to move to Phoenix to be closer to my in-laws. Now, what is interesting is I already had a rental property in Phoenix, and I thought, you know what? I'm selling my house. 
should I buy another house? Should I buy a big fancy house that's, you know, 3,200 square feet, 3,600 square feet, 4,000 square feet? Should I do that? Or should I just move into my rental and not have to worry about buying a house at the moment and save money so that we can buy an even bigger house in the future? So right now I'm literally living in a, what is it, 12, no, 1,300 square foot house, three bedroom, two bath, just a normal cookie cutter home because I wanted to get out here as fast as possible. And I didn't need a big house. You know, we have four kids. It's obviously it's a little tight as they get older. It's going to be a little tight, but we'll be moving by then because we'll save up plenty of money. But I cut my expenses. I my mortgage payment is so much less than it was back in Fresno. So all that to say, I'm living exactly what I'm telling you. I cut down from a five bedroom, you know, 32 or uh, sorry, 2,400 square foot house to a three bedroom, um, uh, 1,200 or 1,300 square foot house. That's just the way it is because I don't need anything else. And eventually I'll get it. Actually, what we're currently looking right for right now is we're, we would eventually move to Idaho and get some land, like land next to a mountain that has a river, it has a big forest area, looking for maybe 10, 20, 30 acres or more. And so we're currently looking for that right now. And so we're saving up money and, you know, we don't need anything more than this. So I say that because I want to be completely transparent to see, you know, I say, hey, well, you know, Dustin's living in a three bedroom, two bath house. Well, you know, he's supposed to be a millionaire. Well, like, well, hey, I spend my money on the things that I want to spend it on. And so right now I'm saving for a, you know, 50 acre um, plot of land that's up in Idaho that I can go hunting and fishing and and do whatever I want up there. So again, I wanted to just be completely transparent with you. Say, I am living this. I cut my expenses. I wish I would have done it back when I had that, my first house. I wish I would have sold it and made, you know, I think it was like $100,000 I could have made on top of, uh, on top of the sale. But I didn't. I said, you know, this is my house. I have to live in it. I, you know, I, I don't need to sell it. But okay, I, I went on a little too much on that topic. So I'm encouraging you cut your expenses. You can do without for a two, three, four years, maybe five years. I went without for like seven or eight years. And then when I was about to quit my job, I had plenty of money. I could then do whatever I want and live however I want. Okay. Step number four, principle number four buy the home you live in. Now, this principle is about buying your home and not renting it. I know there are some people, there's a big guru who says, you should rent your home. I can, And he's, he's a real estate guru. He says, um, don't buy your home, rent your home. I think that's absolutely stupid, um, literally stupid um, advice. I'm telling you, you need to own the home that you live in. I would, I tell you, it's so amazing living in a house that has no mortgage on it. I mean, let that sink in. If you never had to pay rent again, if you never had to pay your mortgage again, isn't wouldn't that be just absolutely freeing to know you do not have that mortgage payment or that rent payment over your head every single month? Now you're going to have taxes, you're going to have your water bill and all that sort of stuff, but your rent is normally what? same thing with your mortgage, $1,700, $1,800. Imagine if you did not have that. Well, that's how I am. I literally don't have a mortgage payment. It's absolutely fantastic. I don't have to, you know, oh man, where am I going to get the money for the mortgage this month? Well, I have plenty of money, but um, it's so fantastic owning the home and not even thinking about making a mortgage payment or a rent payment. So Principle number four, buy the home you live in. You're going to be saving so much money. And over time, I know if you get a mortgage, you know, a 30-year mortgage, if you can try to get a 15-year or a 20-year that can pay it off sooner, but, um, I would suggest, strongly suggest, 
buying the home you live in and working towards where you don't have a mortgage payment because it is so amazing to never need to pay a mortgage again on your own personal residence. Now, I get plenty of mortgages for my rental properties, don't get me wrong, but those are my rental properties that my tenants pay for. Where I live, I don't wanna have to pay for my mortgage or for to live there. So I pay off or I have, I don't, you know, basically don't have a mortgage on my property that I live in. So it's fantastic. All right. Step number five, principle number five is ensure a future income. You want to insure it. Like basically getting insurance over your business, over your properties, over yourself. You want to get insurance that insures your properties. Now, Homeowners insurance, liability insurance, umbrella insurance, I would strongly recommend umbrella insurance on top of that, is all, it's not that expensive. Obviously, it is an expense, but imagine if you had a home that's worth $200,000, well, it's making you money, but if it burns down and you don't have insurance to pay for it, to build it back up or buy a new house, then you're literally out. So with the beauty of capitalism and the free markets that we have, we have insurance where we can insure a property so that if anything bad did happen, we have the ability for insurance to pay us back or you know fix it up or whatever it might be. So if you have a family at all, personal life insurance is also very, very good. I would suggest that you get life insurance on yourself, even if you're not married, just get it on yourself so that, because, well, basically with life insurance, as you get older, it's going to cost more and more. So, you know, if you buy it when you're 25 years old, it's maybe going to cost you, what, 30 bucks a month for a good amount of insurance. But if you buy it when you're 35, it's going to cost you, I don't know, 80 to $90 a month. So it's going to just keep going up. So I would suggest, strongly suggest getting life insurance. Now, I'm not a life insurance guru or anything like that. I just know I insure myself as well as I insure my business. And oh, I, I did mention it, but I want to mention it one more time. An umbrella insurance over your properties liability wise, as well as over your business and over you and your family. Get liability insurance so that if anything did happen, you have another, not liability, umbrella insurance. You have umbrella insurance that basically, it's like like basically an umbrella. If it rains, it covers you. It covers your entire family. This is what umbrella insurance does. You can find them anywhere. I would strongly, I, I have umbrella insurance. So if anything bad did happen, I'm completely covered. All right, now step number six. Principle number six is make your money work for you. And this is what we talk about in Master Passive Income Podcast all the time is these principles and this main one is buying a rental property, buying real estate that your money works for you. Now, if you buy a regular home that you live in, your money is not making you money. Like you're not getting a tenant in there because you're living in there and you're not making monthly rent. If you buy a car and you drive that car and you don't rent it out, well, that's not making you money. If you buy a painting and you think, hey, I'm gonna invest in a painting. Well, that might be well and good. Hopefully it'll appreciate, but it's not making you money. You wanna put your money in places that's gonna make you money. And real estate rental properties is by far and above the best way to make money. Like I said, I have a podcast episode can't really remember which one it is at the top, right at the top of my head. So sorry about that. But where I talk about these six ways rental properties make you money. And these six ways are amazing. Everything from passive income every single month, equity, forced equity, market appreciation. You have taxes. You, there's so many great benefits that I, I make so much money. It's absolutely insane that nobody else or very few other people are doing this. And you are one of them because you're here with me. And I'm encouraging you just get started. Get that first property. It's the hardest one to buy, but 
what's amazing and your second property will come even faster because once you buy that first property all the jitters all the anxiety the worries and all that stuff is gone and then you are able to jump in again and buy that second property and then buy that third property and then buy that fourth property i have students that buy property after property like every six months they're buying a new property or every two months they're buying a new property they just figure out ways to make more money so that they can save more money so they can buy properties they get creative financing they do seller financing they do think everything that they can to get more properties because that's how they uh they get rich and here one of my students just i said hey how's it going he goes man i just need more properties and he's rubbing his hands together i need more properties i need more properties i said you're right absolutely we all need more properties okay principle number seven we're moving on to step number seven principle number seven is guard yourself from losing money now the seventh principle is basically the rich don't lose money. You know, if you speculate in, um, oh, here's, I recently bought Bitcoin. So not at when it was what, like 19000 or $20,000 per Bitcoin. I bought it recently. It was like 7200 or 6500 I put some money into it and I had, I had plenty of money. So I was like, you know, I'm going to speculate, throw a couple thousand, three, four, however many thousand dollars at this just in case if it shoots up to $100,000, I want to have some. Well, I, I was speculating. Speculating means I'm gambling with my money. I'm saying, I don't know if it's going to go up or down. I hope it's going to go up. Now, that's not what we do. Now, what's funny, I'll pause that what we do for a second, but uh, Bitcoin has dropped down to now where it's like $3,200 of Bitcoin. So I sold it. Like it was, I bought it at 65 and it went up. I bought a little more at 72. Now it went down to 45. I was like, crap, this is bad. So I'm, I sold it all. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna take a loss, but you know, I might buy it back when it gets lower. Now it's at like 32. And so you know, if it gets down to like $2,000 of Bitcoin, I'll probably buy some more. But what we do as real estate investors, as rich people, we guard ourselves from losing money. And the way we do it, and this is the key, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's impossible to lose money investing in real estate, but it's highly improbable or it's very hard to lose money if you do it right. Here's the key to guard yourself from losing money. It's passive income, monthly cash flow that goes in your pocket. Don't invest for appreciation. Don't buy a property thinking, I'm gonna flip the property. Don't think, well, I'm gonna get good tax benefits. No, we solely invest for monthly cash flow. That's how we live and not have a job and not need a job. All those other things are great. They come with the business of investing in real estate. What we invest for and we guard ourselves from losing money is because we invest for passive income. And again, on my show notes page, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 037, I have some formulas, not really formulas, but like examples. Like if you buy a single family home, purchase price is $100,000, down payment, $20,000, which is 10, uh, 20%, sorry. Um, your closing costs $2,500. Anyways, I go through a long list. If you have a normal one-year return, uh, if you put $20,000 down, that's going to be 22% return on your money because you have cash coming in from monthly rents. Anyways, my on the podcast show notes page, I explain it much, much better so you can see all the numbers. You can see how just in one year, you can make a 22% return on your $20,000 if you bought a property and you it, it bought it right. Now, imagine in a stock market getting 22% on a stock. You're never going to get that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to easily say you're never going to get that unless you're Warren Buffett, Buffett or something like that. In one year, getting 22% is crazy. You know, you'd be lucky if you get that. So this is just one way and that's just with your passive income. Okay, moving on. 
That was principle number seven, guard yourself from losing money, and that is by buying properties for passive income. Now, your next and last principle, principle number eight, or step number eight for you to become wealthy and rich, I think this step is one of the most important steps outside of all the other ones. Now, all the other ones are fantastic, but if you just start with this one step, it will help everything. Now, this is it. And uh, somebody might be thinking, oh, man, that's not glamorous. That's not, uh, you know, crazy. That's actually, you know, bad. Well, I'm going to tell you that this is the best one. I have gotten wealthy and rich because of this. Principle number eight, it's better to give than receive. I found the more that I give to other people of my time, of my knowledge, of my money, the more I get in return. Um, The reason why I'm trying to be more... I guess serious about this because this is really serious. You know, a lot of people think I'm not going to give my money. You know, I need that money to invest. Well, what's funny is, you know, you didn't have that money, but now you do. And now you think you got to keep it. Well, in my opinion, because I believe in God, I believe everything belongs to God. And I am only blessed to be a good steward or hopefully a good steward. A steward is somebody that stewards something that manages something that they don't own. Like, All the things I have, all my properties, I personally believe I was blessed by God to help me to acquire them, and I'm being a good steward of his possessions, and he is the one helping me to manage them well, but at the same time, he's the one that takes care of my properties too. You know, if something bad goes happen, hey, it's I don't own it, God owns it. And so the reason why I'm trying to help you to understand it's better to give than receive because the more I give of, like I said, my time, my money, my knowledge, my everything— the more I get in return. So the money that we're given from God belongs to God. And again, we're just stewards of it. Now, remember that 10% principle? I, uh, you know, from the first lesson, I personally believe I want to give 10% to myself, but I also give 10% to God. Now, I know that's going to sound rough. You know, 20% off of all your money is taken out, one to pay you and one to pay God, or, you know, give back to God. That might be rough, but it's a slow way to work into it, it would be maybe start with 2%, 1% to you, 1% to God, then cut back a little more, 2% to you, 2% to God. You know, it it could be as easy as, or as little as doing something like that and starting over time of giving 1% and then raising up to 2%, then raising up to 4% or 5%, eventually getting up to 10% to you and 10% to God. Over time, you're going to realize I don't even notice that money coming out. You know, I have my expenses the way they are. I'm not overextending myself and I'm not going into debt. So it's actually, it's not that bad. Now I see my income growing up and the more I give to God, the more God gives back to me. Now you may be somebody that doesn't believe in God, which totally fine. I'm not here to pressure you into believing in God. But I found that people that don't believe in God, that also it's, it's um, I, they might say it's karma, which I don't believe it's karma, but they might say it's karma that, you know, whatever amount of positive pressure you put on the world, you know, in a good way, you get that amount of good positive pressure back to yourself or, you know, karma, whatever, you know, uh, is good that you put out comes back to you. Very, very similar thing because, you know, I believe God created everything. God created all the laws of nature and that's what happens. The more you give, the more you will receive. And honestly, as I've implemented this into my life, where, you know, from the very beginning, when I didn't have anything, I was giving 10% of my money to God. I saw where I didn't need anything. I thought, man, this is gonna be hard to give 10% this month. I still gave and I was still blessed. I had enough money to cover for everything. 
So you guys, even if you might be thinking, hey, 10% giving away to somebody else or giving to church or giving to social, um, I don't know, uh, groups or, you know, giving to the homeless or whatever it might be, just giving away 10%, trust me, and I'm being very, very serious on this. Trust me, by giving 10% or giving away money, number one, you will feel better you will feel like, man, I'm helping other people. And this is why I do this podcast. This is why I have my books. This is why I have, like, I don't make much money on really the books. I make like like five cents on the books. It's not about that. It's about helping other people. On my podcast, I don't make any money on my podcast. Obviously, it's free. You're getting it for free. I don't make money. It's, it's I want to help other people. I find the more I give, the more I get in return. It, even if it's not money. I just feel so much better the more students that I have that I'm helping. Like I one student just recently, um, I was emailing him and said, Hey, you know what? Send me like I I I'm not you're not gonna pay I'm not gonna ask you to pay for coaching right now, but you know, send me a couple properties that you're looking at. I'll analyze them with you and show you what and tell you what I think. I'll just help you out. I'm not asking for money. I just want to help out. And so the more you give, the more you get back. So it's better to give than receive. Okay. So let me quickly go through all all eight steps one more time. So number one is pay yourself first. Remember, 10% off the top is going in your pocket to save for investing in rental properties. Number two, increase your income. Go drive for Uber, you know, on, on the weekends or, you know, do something like that where you make more money that you could save more money. Number three, control your expenses. Make sure that you lower the expenses so that you can save 10% of your money. And obviously we know about step number eight, where you can have 10% you can give to God. Number four, or give to God or give to whoever you want, or basically give it away. Principle number four, buy the home you live in. Make sure that you are not renting the property. You are owning the property. So buy the home you live in. Principle number five, ensure your future income. So make sure you put insurance on your property, put insurance on yourself, put umbrella insurance over everything, insure everything. Number six, make your money work for you. Put your money in things that do not just suck money away like a boat or a new car or something that buy properties that make you money. Principle number seven, guard yourself from losing money. Guard yourself from losing money. And this is how you do it. You buy for passive income, monthly cash flow that goes in your pocket every single month, not coming out. So Guard yourself from losing money by buying for cash flow. Principle number eight, it's better to give than receive. You want to give money so that you are blessed in return. All right, guys. So thank you so much. It's been great having you here with me. I really appreciate you guys subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And if you do leave me a review, I will hopefully be able to read your review on the podcast, give you a shout out. I really appreciate you guys. So all right, guys. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. Again, the show notes for this page are masterpassiveincome.com forward slash zero three seven. All right, guys, take care of yourselves. Get out there, start investing, implement these eight steps into your life so you become wealthy and rich. All right, guys, get out there, get started, start investing. <laughs>